Hello, everyone. It's Matthew DeMello, your host of Cross-Border Solutions Transfer Pricing Podcast, The Fiona Show, and the spinoff, The Fiona Show, hot off the press. Transfer pricing keeps making news, and we deliver the highlights right here on this show every week. You're welcome, by the way. Who's changing regulations, instituting new laws, helping multinationals out of tax trouble? You bet it's hard to stay on top of it all. But no worries. We've got the scoop. Here's what's hot off the press right now. If you were perplexed about Qatar's CBC reporting requirements, have no fear, we're about to clear things up. The country's General Tax Authority, or GTA, released a notice outlining a few key points on CBC submission. Like, for starters, who should submit one? Ultimate parent entities of multinational groups in Qatar who pulled in at least 3 billion Qatari rial in consolidated revenue the previous year should submit CBC reports. Okay, fine. We'll do the math. That's about 823 $1,950. If you're an entity in Qatar with a parent entity elsewhere, lucky you, there's no need to submit. Of course, now we've got that squared away, it begs an obvious question. When? And the answer is up to 12 months after the last day of the reporting fiscal year, the first starting on or after January 1st, 2018. By the way, you can file in English. Don't think you can swing it? Big mistake. Penalty fines climb as high as 500,000 Qatari Riel. Okay, fine. We'll take care of the numbers again. Here you go. That's roughly 137,325 US dollars. Anything else we can do for you today? It's not like we expect you to feel sorry for worldwide tax authorities, but you have to admit, conducting transfer pricing audits takes up a lot of their time, a lot of their personnel, and a lot of their money. That's why Ecuador's tax administration is done messing around. In fact, risk assessment specialists in Ecuador's Internal Revenue Services, that's the SRI, have set up a sophisticated system to identify high-risk transfer pricing cases, a great way to use their limited resources strategically. In an August 1st report, the Inter-American Center of Tax Administrations explained the very impressive process and suggested that other countries not only marvel at it, but also replicate it. Quite an endorsement, don't you think? Like many countries, Ecuador's transfer pricing regime is based on the arm's length principle, and we all know what a seamless process proving that is not. The SRI's risk assessment approach uses IBM's SPSS modeler, which identifies patterns in large data sets and then detects anything that deviates from the norm. The SRI uses this data in risk indicators like profitability, materiality, and information accuracy based on data from 2012 to 2017 corporate tax returns and gives each case a risk probability score between 0 and 1,000. Using this model, the authorities have recognized 1.74% of cases as high risk, 1.36% as medium, and the rest as low. Well, if that doesn't point the SRI in the right direction, nothing will. Still reeling from the UK's diverted profits tax, while the super steep tax launched back in 2015 with a main rate of 25%, yikes, and adjusted rates as high as 55%, yikes again. Many multinational companies are still feeling the effects. So this seems like a good time to remind you of the profit diversion compliance facility that the HMRC rolled out in January. To put it simply, the facility lets multinationals dealing with the DPT 
or related transfer pricing liabilities come clean on their own terms. An open and collaborative process, faster reviews, and fingers crossed gentler penalties. Plus, you can manage the whole process and avoid an HMRC investigation. We don't have to remind you how fun those are. Best of all, the experience is sure to make you less susceptible to profit diversion in the future. But time is ticking. If you think your company has a high risk of non-compliance, or perhaps you've received a nudge letter from the HMRC urging you to comply, get your paperwork in order. The deadline to register, that's submit a detailed report and proposal to the HMRC, is December 31st, 2019. Tick-tock, tick-tock. If you're still thinking of the United Arab Emirates as just another beautiful tax haven, then it might be time to give the country another look. The UAE recently published its country-by-country reporting rules, sending a signal that it's ripe for foreign investment. In terms of content and format, the new rules are consistent with the OECD, and country-by-country reports should include revenues, profits, and losses, income tax paid and payable, declared capital, and while we could go on forever here, but just admit it, You've already stopped listening. Multinationals that earn more than 857 million US dollars in the financial year preceding the reporting year will have to comply, and not doing so means harsh penalties 27,000 US dollars for not producing documents upon request, $27,000 for not submitting documentation according to the UAE's regulations, $270,000 plus $2,700 a day for not submitting the country-by-country report within months of the deadline, and for not notifying authorities as to where it's filed. Inaccurate information won't do you any favors either. Expect fines ranging from $13,500 to $135,000 U.S. dollars. It's good news and bad news for anyone with transfer pricing transactions in Portugal. The OECD member still hasn't officially adopted BEPS Action 13's three-tiered approach to documentation. Suit yourself, I guess, Portugal. But recently, it has made three fundamental changes to its transfer pricing regime thanks to Law 180-2019. The law was approved by Parliament on July 19th, goes into effect on October 1st, and shakes things up in terms of methodologies, penalties, and advanced pricing agreements, or as we'll call them, APAs. When it comes to methodologies, the good news is good. No longer do you have to adhere to Portugal's favorite methods, the comparable uncontrolled price, the resale price, or the cost plus method. In fact, not only can multinationals use all five OECD stamped transfer pricing methods, but they can also bring others to the table when typical methods fail atypical transactions. If that weren't exciting enough, the authorities have given APAs an extension. Now they can remain valid for four years, not just three like before. The law's downside? More chance for penalties. Remember those fines for failing to submit documentation in CBC reports? Does 1,000 to 20,000 euros plus 5% every day past due ring any bells? Sorry, now they apply to CBC notifications too. Well, that's the transfer pricing news in a nutshell. Ready to know more? Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and hear how transfer pricing is making waves every week. While you're at it, check out our sister podcast, The Fiona Show, which dives deep into transfer pricing issues, changes, and technical components as well. This podcast was engineered, edited, recorded, and hosted by yours truly, 
Matthew DeMello. Mary Lynn Mitchumstrom is our executive producer and scriptwriter. We'll be back next week with more transfer pricing news hot off the press. <laughs>